This is episode number 45 of the Full Tech Podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about the best Linux distribution for beginners, the best gaming distribution, and more. If that sounds like something you'd like to listen to, be sure to stick around. It's your friendly neighborhood Smangle from FullTechPodcast.com, and today we got a a full tech podcast episode for once. Can you guys believe it? On today's topic, we got what Linux distribution to start with, what best Linux gaming distro, Albion Online Guild, Quake Rumors, Full Tech LCC, and what have I been up to? So, I know it's been a while. It is now August 1st. There hasn't been a podcast in probably two months. Uh, been really busy. Really, really busy. But, uh, you guys can see I'm uh, trying to video uh, the podcast now instead of just having a talking voice. Uh, you guys can put a face, an ugly face behind Full Tech Podcast. But, here we are. Uh, we're on the YouTubes. And, of course, this will be available on audio. And, uh, let's see, let me bring up this, bring up this one post I made forever ago. How's everybody else been doing? If you guys don't know, you can follow me over at Twitter, at TheSmango. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, I would love to get more followers on there. Uh, I don't, I I try to stay kind of active on there, but there's just not a whole lot going on. I feel like, uh... I uh, should have more of a following, but I don't. Uh, let's see. Yes, 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 yes. Here we go. All right. I made a post. Let's bring up this. F11. The best Linux distributions for beginners. Uh, this post actually done very bad on Reddit. <laughs> I, I hate posting stuff on Reddit. I really do. Because um, even... Even, what was his name, Asmongold was talking about this today, about how people that love a MMORPG or they they spent their whole life with this thing they use or love, and the second you criticize it, you're just like the worst person in the world. I'm not even criticizing these. I'm telling people to use this, but... If theirs didn't make it on here, it was like the end of the world. Uh, so we'll just go from the start. And if you guys are ever interested on uh, just checking out all kinds of distributions, you go to distrowatch.com and you can get all kinds of distros there. You can kind of see what's popping off. Like you got NMX Linux today. That's number one. I've never used Endeavor. It might be a good one. I don't know. But on full tech, I love Ubuntu. I use Ubuntu every day. The full tech website runs on Ubuntu. Uh, you can get, if you want to run your own web server, you can come, you can go to fulltechpodcast.com to come down to the bottom right and you'll see powered by digital ocean. That's what runs this server. They actually have guides and even I could help you set up a web server 
or maybe I'll make a post about that too. That'd be great. Um, but I think Ubuntu and Apache is bar none one of the best web servers you can have. Uh, it's so easy to use. I've run it on multiple different uh, different places I've worked at. I've put Ubuntu on just about anything and a web server, and it's been fantastic. I just think Apache runs great. I mean, it's secure. Uh, you can do a LAMP stack in seconds almost. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, Ubuntu, I think, probably the number one. Everybody should check out. There's just so many guides for Ubuntu. It's so big. It's been around forever. Uh, can canonical, uh, if you want uh, professional support, it's great. I personally don't like the cinnamon desktop i'm more of a lubuntu fan and if you go uh to this post and i'll link it in the podcast episode this is my favorite lubuntu uh, i like it's got a similar look to windows and i just I, it's my favorite um when it comes to the fedora and CentOS and red hat world i have switched to rocky i've talked about rocky probably on this podcast before it is fantastic. Um, not necessarily have a good reason behind picking Alma over Rocky. Uh, there's a whole episode over that. If you want to check it out, you can come to this post and get right to it. And there's a podcast episode over Rocky versus Alma and why I chose it. It's nothing. I just like the name Rocky, really. That's it. Uh, Alma's good, too. I've used both. Uh, but Cento, CentOS, CentOS, wherever you want to call it, it's kind of dead in the water now since they went upstream. And I talk about that too. If you ever want to check that out, Mandrel is actually awesome. Uh, that was one I would actually probably switch to as a full-on. Uh, like, if I was going to choose a new desktop for my dedicated gaming computer, this one is recording this. I would probably choose Manjaro. It's based kind of on Arch. It's not Arch. It's kind of uh, Arch, but it's all set up sort of. <laughs> It's in that ballpark. It's not, people will defend that it's not Arch, but it kind of is. Uh, it runs great. Uh, I don't know. I like the look of it. I like how it just comes with all the kind of packages you need. As stable as it can be. I, it's really hard to not want to use a uh, Manjaro for me. Uh, it's sleek. It's fast. It's quick. Uh, out of the box, it's fantastic. Uh, you don't have to do anything special to it almost. It, it almost comes with everything. It's got a... Kind of a similar look to Mac OS. Uh, elementary OS. Uh, this one I have actually story about my girlfriend, current girlfriend. Uh, she had a terrible um, HP laptop. It only has 4 gigs of RAM. Has a uh, standard 512 uh, hard disk. It's not even uh, SSD. But uh, she accidentally upgraded to Windows 11. And it was just destroying that thing. Like It, it wasn't even boot. I put... Uh, uh, I put elementary OS on it and, you know, kind of doctored it up and made it real easy. I already had stuff installed and she even asked if it was the same computer. <laughs> it works so much better. This elementary OS actually looks like, uh, similar to a Mac. Uh, it's got, you know, it's got the dash or the launch pad or whatever already set up. You can get more of the Mac OS icons and stuff. If you want to do that, it's great. This is the one that everybody was kind of sketchy on. And still, keep your eye out on this. Uh, from what I've read, the Linux FX looks just like Windows 11. 
Uh, I've put it on a few computers, and to the blind eye, to a user, they wouldn't even be able to tell the difference, I don't think. A normal standard user would not be able to tell the difference. That's how good it is. I'm not sure how they're not getting sued, because, because it looks just like Windows 11. All the similar stuff, setups, it's all on there. Yeah, it's uh, it's something else. But I heard it kind of spies on you a little bit, which Windows 11 does. Uh, sorry, but it does. Just kind of like everything else, Facebook, Google, they're all collecting data. They're not really, well, they might be spying on you a little bit, I guess, if you're uh, saying your data's been collected. So they know what you're doing. Uh, they know what you're liking, so they can market you. You're basically a market for them. Uh, if you want to get started with a Linux distribution, you know, you can come here and you can get a Raspberry Pi. They're fairly cheap. You can get Raspberry Pi OS. It's great. Or Raspbian. Uh, Zorn OS is okay. I don't like it as much as I thought I used to. Linux Mint's good as well. Uh, really, it just comes down to picking one and seeing which one you like the best. Uh, you don't even have to install Linux at first. It might be a good... Might be good for you to just pick up a live CD or burn or make you a USB live USB boot up. See how you how Linux operates. Now, me as a sysadmin, I kind of use Linux in different ways. I don't really use it as a desktop. Uh, I have in the past, I have a Linux desktop at work. I have dedicated to it, and I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that. But it's uh. More of, I need something secure. I need something stable that stays up 24-7. And one that I hardly ever have to touch again. Uh, you know, update it here and there, and it, it, it does its job. It just chugs along. The best thing about Linux to me in that realm is you don't have to reboot it all the time. For the most part. <laughs> when it comes to web servers, it kind of just... Uh, web servers have a mind of their own sometimes. Sometimes, if you don't give them enough, like if you have your SQL database separate from your web server, you probably never have to restart your web server for the most part. But stuff happens, stuff gets caught in memory, and it'll just flood. It'll just flood it and cause it to be slow or whatever, and you'll have to reboot or restart Apache or something like that. Most of the time, you don't have to reboot. That's just probably the easiest thing to figure out. Whenever something's going on, you just reboot it update something, you're good to go. Uh, most of the time, uh, when it comes to Linux, you're just restarting the service. You're good. Like restarting Apache on uh, a web server fixes 90% of the problems, I'd say, from my experience. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's the SQL, doing a SQL server or whatever uh, SQL database you're using uh, goes crazy. And maybe you're just maybe you're getting attacked too. That that happens. They they do attack your web server often. People will people will attack your web server often. It's good to have like some kind of just secure your web server. Whatever you do, have something. Uh, but you know that's what happens when you expose a web server is going to be exposed to the internet. There's no way around it. It's going to get attacked by HTTPS. Or whatever they're going, people's going to try to get into it because uh, it's just there. Like that, that's something they can ping. It talks back to them because it's up and it's out in the world. So not much you can do about it. Just protect. Have a good twelve character hard or twelve character password. Whatever you're logging into, there's multiple options. You can go two FA when you log in now. Don't use root to do anything. 
there's multiple things you can do. Hopefully that helps somebody. You kind of get somebody more interested in that, but there's so many things you can do with Linux. Uh, coming from a gaming distro, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, I personally don't like gaming on Linux. That's just me, but I've played around with it. Uh, I've spelled something wrong here. Flatpak. Um, since I've discovered Flatpak, though, gaming has been come a lot better. And just in installing apps in general. Uh, if you take a look at my screen here, you'll see Flatpak supports anything. I, it, it comes installed on uh, one of some of these. Like it's already installed. You just got to turn it on. Uh, so Ubuntu's on there. I would stick with Ubuntu if you're going to be a gaming. Uh, Manjaro's good. I would probably stay away from Fedora. Don't put it on Red Hat. No. Uh, Alma, no. CentOS, no. What is that? Endless? I've never even heard of Endless. Uh, Arch, if... <laughs> hey, if you're good enough to get Arch installed... Have at it. Uh, follow you a guide. That's all I can say. Uh, mostly the hardest part is Arch is setting up your partitions. And you used to have to do that with kind of all uh, distros back in the day. You had to make your own partitions, your own swap files, have that all set and ready. Then you install Arch. Uh, you don't get a GUI. You got to install a GUI. You got to install your network drivers. That's Arch for you. Uh, Open Seuss, I haven't used that in so long. It, they've become so commercial. Uh, Linux Mint, probably okay. Gen 2, I would probably stay away from that. That's in the same RAM as Arch or even harder. I don't know. I've not used uh, Gen 2. I don't know why uh, there's Ubuntu and Kubuntu. It seems kind of pointless. Uh, what's Solus? Oh, Solus, really? <laughs> okay. Uh, that's probably pure Unix. Uh, Pop OS, probably okay. Magia, never heard of that. Is this elementary? Yeah, elementary. That might be a good one to start with. Raspberry Pi, of course. What is this one? Nix. MX Linux. MX Linux is probably good, too. MX Linux is really good and sleek. Um, so another thing, when it comes to Linux, uh, you just kind of... When you're using Ubuntu, you're using Debian packages. You got a great Debian, uh, a Deb package handler. It's more like your app installer. Uh, you just got to choose one. There's even a Steam OS if you want to. Steam Steam OS with the Vulkan stuff has been great. There's not much that doesn't work on Linux besides Battle.net and Epic Games, and I think that's all because. All the anti-cheat. I was trying to think. It's all because of the anti-cheat. It doesn't want to run on Linux. So most of the games won't launch because of the anti-cheat. Uh, you like you won't be playing Valorant on Linux anytime soon, probably. Um, Fortnite would be a pain. Probably try to get to play. I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, like If those are your games, you're just going to stick with Windows and maybe Mac. Um, I, my opinion, Mac doesn't play anything, but, uh, you know... That's just how it goes. You just got to choose one. I would choose one of these guys that's on Flatpak because I love Flatpak. And you choose Flatpak here, and it tells you how to install it. And you get all kinds of what you can update the latest apps, applications, apps, whatever you want to call it, from Flathub to be nice and they'll always update correctly. It's fantastic. It's This has been the best thing to Linux that's happened to Linux in a long time, if you ask me, the Flatpak stuff. 
I think there's something else that's different, like Snap or something like that. But I love Flat Pack. And let's see. If you go to Flat Pack, Flat Pack Hub. I'll just give you a glimpse of the games. Yeah, flathub.org. See, there's all kinds of games. You can just go browse the apps, games. All these are completely open source games here. You can download, play them out of, pretty much from the start. Just look at these games. You can't even play all these. And, you know, you got your, your Mega Quake 2. That's that Quake 2 engine. I was going to talk about Quake 2 a little bit uh, later. Um, Zone Tech, Cheesy Doom. And you have to figure out where to put these files. Most of they go in your home directory uh, on Linux. Maybe I'll make a tutorial about that one day, how to get uh, Quake 2 working or... Quake 3, that would be good, I guess, uh, for people to, to kind of watch me uh, get Quake working on a Linux machine. I do have a Linux machine at work that's dedicated, got dedicated hardware, and I wanted to say uh, these days when it comes to Windows 11 or 10, dual booting has become a problem because Windows 11 and, and 10 like to secure your hard drive. Uh, they have secure boot. And it automatically turns on BitLocker. Uh, when you try to boot, dual boot, and you turn off all this, if you turn off Secure Boot, all this stuff, Windows 11 doesn't seem to really work well. I had it on my Asus ROG uh, uh, laptop, and I wanted to dual boot Linux. I wanted to have almost a Linux dedicated laptop is what I really wanted to have. Uh, I might just buy another one just to put Linux only on it. But uh, I tried to dual boot because I like gaming on my laptop too. And I would try to play Windows games and it was just like something was going on with it. Uh, like I would try to launch Xbox game, PC game pass. Probably the only reason that it was having problems because of PC game pass. But it had something to do with that some kind of security thing and it was just a mess. It would lose its time all the time. Now I just put windows back 11 back on it and secure boot. It's working just perfect again. So keep that in mind. You're not really going to be able to do boot these days. It's, it's just a pain. It really is. You need your own dedicated Linux box now. And even if you don't want to have a dedicated Linux box, you're not completely out of the water. You can download, uh, some of my favorite things, virtual box, Maybe we'll talk about VirtualBox one of these days, and I'll go through how to set up VirtualBox. That would be kind of neat, I guess. I don't know if that'd be a good podcast, but maybe a video. Um, on to the next topic. So that was the best game in distro. You just kind of choose one. You can choose one from Distro Watch. All these top 10 ones are probably okay. I would still stick with probably Ubuntu, Manjaro. Uh, probably the ones I named. They're a little bit easier than I've never heard of. I mean, I've heard of Pop OS, but never used it. Guardula, I, I don't know. That's something that's in, uh, based on Arch. So there you go. There's another Arch distro. At a point, it becomes kind of uh, like, why in the world would I want to use this when I can just use Arch? Uh, which a lot of people can say, well, why do I want to use Ubuntu? I can just use Debian. I don't know. <laughs> Ubuntu just seems to have, I like their package manager. Is That's really the answer. And I like uh, Ubuntu. I think the... The, the GUI on it is great. Uh, so, on to the next thing. Uh, I have started a guild on Albion. And I would like to have more people playing. Uh, right now, it's just me. By myself. On uh, Albion. And I just want to kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, 
This game's fantastic. Uh, I've been looking for MMORPG for a while. It kind of satisfied my craving from WoW. And WoW just got so stale. Like, I just got so sick of it. Uh, I don't, I don't even want to think about the next expansion. It looks, I don't know. The, the, the drag theory looks stupid to me. Uh, fl flying, like doing cool flying tricks is cool, but like, who wants to, who wants to do that all the time? I don't, I know I don't. Um, the problem, another problem with why I've always had is like skills feel useless. Like why, why I craft something? Um, I, you know, I come from games like uh, RuneScape from back in the day. That's the, my original MMORPG. So skilling was fun. I just thought, like, who cares about the story? I just want to go grind mining, uh, make make cool armors and weapons, you know. Like, and that stuff's hard, and you just got to keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. It, it does become kind of blah, and fishing become kind of blah, and just, you know. But it's a good way to make gold in the game. Uh, same way with Albion. Uh, stumbled upon this game a long time ago when it first launched on uh, PC, and it it's actually on Linux, guys. So it actually, I mean, you can flat pack install it, uh, and it works great on Linux actually too, and your mobile device. So uh, if you're a gamer like me and uh, you hate mobile games, but I I love that the fact that it's a, you can supplement your gameplay on mobile. Like if I have my mobile device and I'm gonna play Albion, I can do that. Um, Anyway, Albion uh, kind of reminds you of uh, RuneScape, Ultima Online, and if League of Legends had a baby. It is it's really PvP-based, but you don't really have to PvP if you just like clicking on stuff and getting money. Like, you could get ultra-rich on there and probably never have to fight anybody if you want to. Now, the higher crafting items are in the more dangerous zones, so you still don't have to fight, but you got to be careful. Like, you could go out and get a million gold worth of say lumber one day and try to travel back and you could get killed but that's just part of the game uh if you're mining that if you're getting that rich that quick like in an hour a meal it's probably not going to affect you that much it's sure it's going to suck but um you know crafting gear or gathering gear is not costly so you just like you still get your skills which is important but uh you know, you can hire people to uh, back you up too and just be careful. Like, you're actually hard to kill if you're wearing the right gear. Um, but that's the thing. You do lose your gear in certain areas. Uh, and that scares people to death. They're f scared to death to lose stuff. I know I was at first, and I just started reading that. It's just part of the game. Like, once you get used to the fact that you're going to lose stuff, you got to have money to back up just getting that stuff back because it really doesn't mean much. Which is, you know, double-edged sword. This gear don't really mean much. I can buy it back, but it does because the higher-level gear is really expensive. It's the tier 4.1 gear that you can play around with is what everybody's telling me. You can get uh, tier uh, 4 gear and have an enchant and it makes it tier 4.1. It's really good. You can clear dungeons and go gank whatever. And people's always looking for people to gank with and stuff. I've not got that far into it. The most I've done is... Go to level five, you know, fight uh, in the dungeons and stuff. Because I'm just taking my time. I have fun with it. I like uh, going to my island and getting, uh, harvesting my farms and cows and stuff. I'm just trying to be a good crafter right now. Uh, of course, I try to do daily dungeon at least to try to get up my, uh, uh, I have two characters. I have uh, one that that's all he does is fish and farm and he has premium. 
and I have my fighter, which he does farm because why not? He has premium, but I spend most of my time uh, doing gathering outside of the world or a town, unsafe town, and gathering and fighting and gathering up my uh, battle axe skills and my shield skills. Like, you got to work on everything skills. You don't have levels in this game. Zero levels. You have skills, which level up, but you have no character levels, is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, enough of that uh, about Albion. But I started a guild. I would love for people to join. You can just join the Discord. Um, sticking with Full Tech Podcast. Uh, they didn't really have Full Tech Podcast available or something, I think. But that doesn't sound like a good guild name anyway. But sticking with FTP, Full Tech Podcast, File Transfer Protocol. I thought that was cool. So you'll be joining the file transfer protocol uh, trans <laughs> file transfer protocol guild on Albion. I'm looking for other leaders, officers, just people wanting to play. And of course, you can join on Discord here, and we'll I'll try to log on and get you invited. Um, I did join a guild at first, and it's just <sighs> the people have been playing this game kind of for so long that uh, it's kind of overwhelming. They want you to play their way. Like, this is the build you got to do. Even beginner guilds are like, here's this, 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 this guide. I kind of just wanted to, uh, you know, learn together with somebody. Uh, I've almost got 100 hours in it, so I'm not that far along. I mean, I, that's 100 hours, but, you know, that far along within weeks. If it's the only game I'm playing during the week, it's not that much. Uh, and it's MMORPG. Like, we're going to spend 1,000 hours in this at least. Um, it's really fun. Uh, it's focused on PvP eventually you're going to have to fight people it's not that big a deal it's fun I, it runs on anything it i mean the better pc you got the better it's going to run and it, i just think it's a fantastic game um it's really fun it really really scratches the mmorpg itch like it's like it really feels like if you do something in this game it matters a little bit and the, the whole the whole world is based on the albion economy like you're wearing a weapon that somebody made you're wearing a horse that somebody made. Stuff does drop, but somebody had to get it. Like, um, somebody had to go fight some big boss dungeon somewhere. I don't know. I, it's fantastic. It's a very fun game. Uh, on to the quick rumors. Um, I heard today that there is going to be a, uh, a remaster of Quake 2. Uh, Night Dive Studios is supposed to be working on a Quake 2 remaster. And I, you know, I, I was talking to some of the other Ernie FPS buffs that I talked to, and they was talking about how, um, um, or I brought up the fact that RTX was supposed to be <laughs> the remaster because it was by NVIDIA. And, you know, that's kind of big. The NVIDIA doesn't really make games, but they made uh, Quake RTX. But uh, Night Dive Studios will probably make one that's on cross, you know, all the con new consoles and be cross-platform and actually get a good engine. The RTX is just bad. It really is not a good Quake 2 engine. Uh, Yamiga is a lot better, but uh, kind of interesting to see if Night Dive Studios will make a whole new engine to quick turn. That's just a rumor. There's no hard facts or anything. It's just kind of word of mouth right now. Uh, quick two might be getting a remaster, which is kind of cool. Uh, on to the next subject. Full tech L LC. 
uh, I've recently got into wanting to repair old consoles and old computers and stuff. Um, my problem is I live in eastern Kentucky, and there's not a lot of people that want to buy that stuff. So I'm thinking about starting Full Tech Podcast as or Full Tech as a LLC here in Kentucky, and seeing if I can sell stuff on eBay, kind of protect myself a little bit. If uh, you know, I don't think I'm gonna make massive amounts of money, but I heard that. That does make the podcast more like I can, you know, if you guys see a, a listing on full tech, you know, that it's my business. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like if I list the eBay listing or share it out on Twitter or something, it'll be there. Um, things I'm looking at fixing all time is like Famicoms and Famicom disk drives. Uh, really, really fun stuff to get into is collecting Famicom discs. <laughs> I've got so many Famicom discs now, but I do want to bring more retro stuff to the channel too. Uh, this is stuff I love, uh, more retro gaming, uh, consoles at least. Uh, you know, I don't know if I'll show a lot of gameplay on this channel, but maybe on the Spango we might play some retro games, but more of the consoles, checking out the, you know, specs and just the look and how to hook stuff up. Maybe that might be something on this channel. I think, what do you guys think? Let me know. Um, what in the world have I been up to for the last? <laughs> and I've been really busy. Uh, I started coaching middle school football. Uh, middle school football. I've been like lifting a lot, lot more in middle school football. And kids and new girlfriend and stuff like that. So it's been taking up a lot of Smango's time. I ain't been gaming as much in the evenings. It's get off work. Uh, go chill for a little bit. Go work out from... 5.15 to 6, it's on the football field yelling at uh, kids, trying to make them good young men. And 8 o'clock, it's over. Got to take my maybe my son home or some of the other kids home. 9 o'clock, getting home, tired, eat, sleep. About it. That's what Smango's been doing. And you know, I'm going to try to ride a lot more. And, you know, i got work. And I'm trying to stay up to date on technology and stuff because that's what it requires. That's what I've been doing. And I've been trying to think of things to do with full tech. And I, you know, I want to do all kinds of things. There's just not enough time in the day sometimes. And with that being said, I still hate printers. So there's that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's been a minute. I know I'd, I'd like to start doing this every week. Would you guys like to see a weekly podcast and hopefully a video? I'd like to do a weekly podcast or at least every two weeks podcast. It gives me some time. And uh, I would like to make sure I do a video every week, along with an article. I want to do an article every week, a video every week, and at least a podcast every two weeks. That would be great. Plus, try to run a side business with full tech selling old stuff and computers. That would be great, too. Uh, i got so much junk I just need to get rid of. It's not really junk, but junk I don't need anymore. It's just stuff that's laying around. Like I'm trying to declutter. i got a lot of technology around here. But... Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, podcast episode. I know I've enjoyed getting on the mic again. It's been a minute, and hopefully you guys like this format better. Let me know on Twitter, at TheSmango. Be sure to check out FullTechPodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Um, there's also a Steam curator for game upcoming games I might be reviewing, or I've already reviewed. Uh, it should be Full Tech Podcast. It's actually on the website here. And a little steam icon should take you right to it. Uh, but anyway, be nice to grow that too. Kind of have everybody in that community, have everybody in the Discord community. It'd be awesome. Uh, Discord is growing. 
daily. Uh, <laughs> it just it just is, and hopefully I'd, I'd like to get the gaming community up and running, and uh, you know play more games with people. I haven't played games with anybody in a long time. I, you know that's one reason I love running Discord, and we never play any games together. But uh, I'd like to bring back Frag Fridays, maybe that would be fun. Play some Quake uh, with the community, stream it or something. Uh, you know, of course, have Albion probably on Sundays or something. That's the idea. Or maybe some, you know, retro games on Friday. But uh, I need more people that's interested in doing that. So join Discord. Let me know you're interested. And uh, we'll see you guys next time here on Full Tech.